Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Oh, man. How are you this fine fine day? Fine Friday, August 9th. I just smoked for my first time today. It's 2 o'clock. Damn, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but it's always good for tolerance, and it's always good for the first high of the day. Right now, I'm Right now, I'm seeing there's one lighter in front of me, and I see like three. So, yeah, that's good. That's the whole good thing about spacing out your high sometimes, is shit like that happens. But, um, Eric, I can hear you. Let's get this shit going. Let's get it started. Welcome to Fried Fridays with Pete. Everybody who needs to know their smoking habits, this is your man. <laughs> yep. You can also hear some music that I flavor like crazy when I'm super stoned. Well, because I build all that playlist when I'm stoned for the most part. Y'all check out my Friday show, The Biscuit. The, the biscuit. biscuit. The Biscuit. He's playing those yeah. he's playing those stoned jams. It's not even like top forty, it's more like stoned jams. I like that. Yeah, like because then you can like put some. jams on your biscuit. Dang. Damn, a little jam on your biscuit, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I've always wanted, I didn't always want, I was thinking of a rename of the show just to let y'all know, of you know, for Friday's show, and, um, you know, I wrote a couple down, and I just told myself, the biscuit, man, who fucking doesn't like biscuits? Like, everybody has some type of biscuit they like, or some that's form true. of bread, That's you know? true. It's true. Um, which, like, if I I'm like right, Cheddar Red Biscuits from Red Lobster. Yeah, you, you would. That's bougie. That's bougie. That's bougie. Yeah, My broke ass is to get it from KFC. Churches are dope. Churches are dope. Churches, yeah. maybe, maybe a little Popeyes. Ooh, Popeyes. Ooh, Popeyes. Yes, yes. Oh, I love Popeyes. Anyways, but before we move forward, I just wanted to say one more time. Like we said on our last podcast, we're not going to keep bringing this up, but I did want to say, once again, my condolences, my heart goes out uh, to the individuals in Ohio and in, or in Dayton, Ohio, and in El Paso. Correct. Our next door neighbors. Um, it's I'm pretty close to El Paso, so I mean, it's there's just a, there's a lot going on right now. You know, families are starting to speak out. Friends now that they're able to speak, and and and, and it's pretty rough out there. Uh, it's pretty rough for those two cities, and I just wanted to say again, my heart goes out to y'all. I hope y'all are doing good, and may God be with you all. May God be with you all. Um, so now another now now another great thing that our president's done today he uh, he did um, raid um, ice raided um, huge plants, um, worker plants, and um, in Mississippi. They did sweep up about 700 workers from six, uh, six working plants. Um, mm-hmm. Of those detained, were 342 were from um, Kosh Foods, PH Foods facilities in Morton, Mississippi, and 252 from Peco plants in Canton, Bay Springs, and um, Sebastol. Um, so there was a lot of a lot of um, a huge pickup this morning uh, of ice raids. But the thing why we're even bringing this up is a lot of it was done for the first day of school. So a lot of kids are going to go home without seeing their parents. 
Right, right. And 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 this one's got me going. I mean, I told you I hand smoked before we got on, and then me and Phil, of course, just talked really quick, saying that we're gonna get on. I'm reading this shit, catching up, and I gotta get even more stone. You ask Phil. It was it's pretty upsetting to read. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it it's just that's what's got me boggled, man. You you know what? I didn't even think about the first day of school situation. To you yeah. just said it right now. I well, did not see, even think this, about this. This was the crazy thing of what what uh, your president said here. The reason the reason that. the reason is because you have to go in. You can't let anybody know. Otherwise, when you get there, nobody will be there. Your president said. Um, and the crazy thing is, it's like, so you're gonna raid this place. When these people are probably, you know, not expecting, they probably just dropped their kids off. Now, who's going to get their kids when they're out of school? What happened to these people? Like, there's a lot of things why this is kind of, like, frustrating to me as well. Like, yeah, I understand that, you know, they're they're trying to, you know, get things going. I do. I understand that. And make make things legal and, and proper. Cool. I get that. But, like, there should be a process, not just come in, take them, separate them from everybody and say, figure it out, peace. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to – now, and that's right, man. I agree with you, brother. And, and and from what I've read or from what I've heard before, now, we're going to start our digging since we're mentioning it right now. We've already really done digging so far. we got quite a bit of different news sources telling us pretty much the same thing, which is pretty close, you know. But – um yeah, unexpectedly. Now, it was about 700 workers. Now, I just did want to say, you know, looking at some of the articles, um, it did say really quick so that everybody everybody knows um, when it came to those parents that were, that were arrested, there was 240 some odd of them were released right away um with orders to go back and and see an immigration judge but they did have over 300 that were still in ice custody you know so still well you know they well more than half were still in ice custody now I'm happy to hear that some people were able to get released right away yeah but there's still a chunk of people dude to think of that like what I'm still focused on is like the move like this move like, I'm sure I'm going to give your president the benefit of the doubt and say that everybody had orders that they should have gone initially to turn their, turn themselves in before. I'm going to say that that was already set in stone. I'm just going to say that, giving the benefit of the doubt. But to think about the chicken shit move, first day of school, when kids are at school, you know, and just a big one-time hit. So yeah, you, yeah, I, yeah, okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, that was just a chicken shit thing to do, man. God, we're chicken shit motherfuckers for doing that. Oh, yeah. And it's really frustrating. It's really Fuck. frustrating. Chicken shit motherfucker, man. You know, I, you know, if I was in that position, I don't know if I would have already been brainwashed by that time. If I was like, what I mean is like, a nice agent working, you know, a law enforcement officer working, having to do that. Dude, I don't know if I could honestly put myself to do that. You know, like I'm no, I'm going to know inside of I'm a nice agent. Like these motherfuckers don't know this is coming. We know it's the first day of school. 
we're gonna we're gonna hit them out of nowhere. Like I'm a fucking human being. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know that that would just fucking cripple my son. The one thing that I fear in life the most, and I've been pulled over with my son and my significant. And the biggest thing that I fear in life, one of the biggest things is being arrested in front of my son or something bad happening to me in front of my son or general happening to me, but especially in front of my son. You know what I'm saying? Those are some of the, those, that's the biggest fear that I have. You know what I'm saying? And, oh yeah, I feel you. And you know, what's even crazy <sighs> is I've, I've been arrested in front of my mom. Ouch. Brother. You know, and, and that was that was one of the first things I told I told the policeman was, please don't arrest me in front of my mom, let her leave, and then you guys can do whatever. Like, please do not. He do was it. all fuck no, huh? And he he arrested me right in front of my mom, and it was literally the worst thing ever. So no, I get I get it, I get it. You know, like I could see where my mom probably was just broken hearted, destroyed. Because her pride and joy is getting arrested, you know, like going to jail for something, mm-hmm. you know, and going to jail is, is not, it's not, you know, sunshine and rainbows, but, uh, you know, you've done something to where you have broken the law, you know what I mean? And what's, what's even rough about this is these people have probably been here for so long, they don't even know what, they don't even know what this means anymore. Like, oh they no shouldn't... shit! They're probably like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh like, yeah. Why? Why is there? Why am I even? Why am I even being told? Like, am I American citizen? Yeah, I've been here for twenty plus years. Maybe I don't have this, this, and that, but like, I've been here my whole life. Like, mm-hmm. you want me to go back to some place that I probably don't even know? Mm-hmm. You know, like. It, it... Oh, I agree, man. I, oh, I definitely, I, I definitely know what you're talking about, man. There's people that get deported all the time, you know, because ICE picks them up and they're like, well, you were born in Mexico and you came over here when you were two months old. Okay, well, where the fuck am I going to go when you drop me off in Mexico? Like, like I don't even know anybody shelter? there. Like, I mean, I... my whole family's over here. I mean, what the fuck? You know? And... It's just it, it's beyond this. It's beyond disturbing. Just the fact of, I mean, think of a kid. What's going through a kid's mind, man? Think of what's going through a kid's mind. Like, hey, you gotta come to the office. Why? Um, well, we gotta talk to you. Uh, your parents, guess what? They got picked up by immigration enforcement, and you're gonna have to probably go stay with your aunt until we find out what's gonna happen with them. What? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, uh, uh, like I, I'm just at a loss for words. Chicken shit, motherfuckers, man. It's got me. And you really know, it's upset. even crazier too. Like they're they're gonna dump these kids. And when I say dump, and we've talked about how we feel about protective services, we both talked about this. They're gonna dump these kids in protective services, and then they're gonna probably put these kids with people who don't even want kids. They just want the money. So then it just creates this huge vicious cycle. Of like, okay, so now they're not with their family. They're going with somebody else. And then that person doesn't even want them. You know, they're just holding them because they kind of have to. So they can make extra dough. You know, like, it's... it's it's No shit. It's, no, it's, I'm with it you. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks a lot. You know, I just feel like there's there's definitely a better way to do something like this. I really believe it. I really believe there's something different they can do. And you know what, brother? The conversation we're going to have probably... Um, now, I, I hope not. 
I, I always want to stay optimistic, but the conversation we're probably we could see thirty years from now is, well, let's see why Juan Jimenez over here is so fucked up in the head. Let me see. Well, let's see. His parents got fucking deported when he was in the seven years old. Uh, he grew up in foster care. Um, he's been a fucking nine different homes. Um, let me see. In and out of juvie. Oh, no wonder he went into a Walmart and shot somebody. Just giving an example. No wonder this motherfucker went and killed Straight a bunch up. of people. Fuck. No wonder this motherfucker so upset and killed himself in front of a large amount of people. It's all the what if game. Obviously, I hope none of that shit happens. happens. But, but that's the trend. It's that's the trend. trend. It's the trend. And people don't see that big picture. And that's what I'm just trying to let everyone know here today is there's a bigger picture when this kind of stuff happens. I understand. I completely understand when people are like, hey, we need to worry about ourselves. Yes, I understand that. And we need to worry about our own country. Yes, I understand that. Hey, we need to worry about these illegals here. Yes, I understand that. But there's a way about going about this. We don't separate people's families. We don't. We don't tear like we don't throw them into a system that's broken because supposedly this system that they had with their family was fine. They were they were working hard. You had mom and dad working their ass off to support them. Like, that's great. But then you put them into a, uh, a system that doesn't care about them. Now, guess what happens? That person's fucked for the rest of their life. My main question and you're right. My I, my main question, like if I was going to sit down and ask the person who ordered this, I want to ask them, what the fuck was this going to benefit? Now, let's look at, you got to look at the overall picture. Look at all your resources that are being affected right now. Your schools are going to be affected. Your hospitals are going to be affected. Your police departments. What, the reason for doing that, what was the fucking benefit? What did we all get out of taking 700 people and arresting them? What was the benefit to that? Nothing. They were all paying taxes from what I can see. All of them were working for 66% of their fucking paycheck. And then guess what now? What's going to happen now if they keep 300 of those people in, in, in the U.S.? Think about this. Just everybody take a moment. So all you motherfuckers that wanted them to get picked up, which is okay. I understand we have problems. But let's take a step back. Let's say those 300 people stay in U.S. custody for three years. What's the average cost for us to keep somebody? 20 to 40 grand, depending on where you live. For us to, for us to be able to feed somebody three times a day and make sure they're still shitting and breathing, it costs us anywhere from 20 to 40K a year out of taxpayers' money. So, wow, we just picked up an extra 300 asses. We got to fucking help. You know, just yeah, the what-if game, right? But, but no, 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 you're right. You're right. And see what's even crazy, like you just said? That's a money grab. If you think about it, if you want to get real deep into it, it's a money grab. We don't we don't know what they're getting per head. We don't know. Oh, that's true. I guess we don't really don't know what they get per head. I mean, based off sources, sources, in all honesty, the numbers 20 to 40 is what you'll find on the Web. Take my word or go look for it. But we really don't know. You know, like Bill says, I mean, we really don't know what they're getting off the top. It could be a lot more per per head. And we don't know if, if your president's getting a side cut. We don't know any of that. We don't. 
God, hey. You know, the I'm I'm really passionate about this topic here because of just really in all honesty with everything that's gone on. You know, and, and my son, I, I just got back from remember once again, I hadn't smoked all day and then I had to go work stay about half day with my son at his new school. We had to meet his teacher and everything. So, you know, I just got back from that, you know, and I, I'm putting myself in the position of I told my son I was gonna go get him at five with with his mom. I'm gonna go pick up my lady, and we're gonna pick up my boy, and then we're gonna start our weekend. Like I told him I was gonna do that. But what happens if my lady has to go pick him up and I'm not there? Right. You know, like like or what if I got picked up? Let's say that that's the what if game. You know, what if Nevis has to go without me for, you know, four or five years while I'm in this fucking big old custody just to, just to try to be with him? What the hell's going to happen to my son during those four or five years? What if something happens to my lady? What happens to my son? You know, it's just a whole what if game. And it's it's and it's at the end of the day, I see it all for nothing is really what I'm trying to say. This whole thing was for no fucking reason. No, no, for not, no reason. None at all. It was probably to show. It was what to show cock. See, see how oh, I got a big cock. So, you know, you're gonna see I have a big cock. I'm gonna go arrest 700 illegals. It's just a cock showing thing, is what it is. No, I agree. And somebody needs to grab this fucking country by the balls and fucking take it back, man. You know, this is it's fucking terrible. It's fucking terrible. It's really sad. It's really terrible. But on a lighter note, I do want to talk yeah. about that avocado game. Dude, the avocado game. I'm going to let – really quick. I got to hit my, my medicine again, man. I'm just fucking <laughs> – Dude, the, avoc- the avocado game, dude, you got to tell me. Dude, okay, it, okay. It's heat. It, it, is, it, is, it is heat. It is heat. So right now, here's the crazy thing. So 19, 19 – Dead bodies have been found displayed in a Mexican city and what to, appears to be a scare tactic by a local cartel. Now, the reason I am saying this, this has nothing to do with drugs. This has nothing to do with gun violence. This has everything to do about the control of the avocado trade. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it one more time. This was caused because of the avocado trade. Who here, our listeners, I want you to, you know, when you're listening, raise your hand because you're going to do it. Who's had some fucking tank-ass guacamole? Dude, dank-ass fucking avocado toast. Both my hands are up. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, I just want you people to know people are dying for that shit. Dude, that's when you know the avocado game is real in Mexico when they start fucking killing people because of the trade. Jeez, dude, that what means is- that means right now they're just fucking. They're they're. It's literally a turf war created by who's gonna be um, importing avocados. What cartel is gonna be importing avocados? 
I'm 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 glad I'm glad that it's not linked to like you know drugs and sex trafficking and all that, but like True. I would rather have this fight here, in 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 America. Oh my like, lord, you're right, dude. Yes. Like if we're if we're like trying to, if we're trying to you know like let's say, right now there's a huge talk obviously about guns. Why don't we mm-hmm. talk about who's gonna be importing avocados? That's true. I mean, that's. I wish. I wish those were our problems. Now, granted, you don't want nineteen dead people. You really don't. No, you. But really I'm just don't. saying, like, that is a turf war of like, no, bitch. I'm getting the avocados that are coming over. No, bitch. I'm getting the avocados. I'd rather have that fight versus what we're fucking fighting right now, which is each other. And you know what's crazy? And the reason why I think this is. Interesting information is that we always think Mexico is fighting and killing each other because drugs and all this stuff. No, they're fighting because they they're they want food on their table. That's what this is. They want to they they have they have an import business and they're fighting for they're fighting for their right because we're stopping everything, you know, your president's blocking everything from import. But so I bet it's not as many people's avocados are coming in here. I bet it's only well, like yeah. one selected group who they're going to let avocados be transported over here. So a lot of people are losing money. So guess what? This happens. This kind of thing happens. And this makes a hundred percent sense. Again, I'm not happy that there is, there's death. And there's, you know, people are dying, but I'm happy that it's over avocados because what they're even telling me here is the avocado industry is worth 1.5 billion alone. Dude, avocados are, avocados can get expensive, dude. Big has really good avocados, dude, can go for like $3 a piece. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, there's one, there's been a couple times where I've picked up avocados for like four bucks a fucking little little avocado damn that's that's a big business you know but and that was well said philip you know and you know and philip did go he he went into it a little bit in depth you know but that goes to show that there's a big effect all around you know in like the whole trade situation i'm not going to go into depth but you know they're fighting to keep that fucking business they're fighting to say hey this fucking food's going to come to us or something's going to fucking happen you know, yeah. that's their fight right now is a fight to fucking survive and so forth, you know. So, it, it, like I said, well said, brother, and that's true. I'd rather have that fight rather than – I know they're fighting each other, but they're fighting each other to survive. Avocados, to, to survive. survive. And I guess we're fighting to survive too, but – It's a little different. We're fighting we're different. fighting. We're fighting each other. We're not fighting each other for avocados. Mm-hmm. We're we're literally no, no, no. we're literally just killing ourselves because we think it's a trendy thing to do. Yeah, that's true. You know, one of the things I've been seeing quite a bit on social media here is, you know, a lot of people. And I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe you haven't seen this, but a lot of people really aren't mentioning. They refuse to mention the shooter, the person that did this heinous act. They they refuse to bring him up, mention it. Yeah, makes sense. Talk about it. And I 
I kind of, I'm trying to ask myself, is that a good or is that a bad thing? You know, is that a good or a bad thing? Because I know when I saw something different when this happened, and I've already, I've, I've read a book on, you know, on depression, addiction. I've read, I've read a lot into the addiction, and I've read a depression book just as well. And maybe this is something that we, I mean, we need to be talking about this. We need to be talking about what triggered this heinous act. Now, I know that's being talked about in the sense of, it's in the fault of our of our president. That's the narrative. Our president, he caused it. But I'm sure there was also something else clearly wrong with this individual, and it wasn't just your president. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Clearly, there had to have been something else wrong with him. And, you know, we look at everything that's happening, the same thing that happened in Dayton, all the other shootings in Texas, Florida, California. We have to ask ourselves, we have to, how are we going to prevent them from happening in the sense of the individuals? We need to be looking in the individuals a little bit more, a little bit more tighter is, is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, because definitely. if I'm not saying this could have been preventable, he had an agenda. I mean, he drove over 600 miles to show that he had an agenda and he wanted to do it. But at least if we could, at least me thinking that, if we would have looked into his past and really looked into depth into his mental state, you know, me, me thinking that if we would have done that gives me a little bit of hope on how we can prevent it later on. Yeah. You know, because it's the, the mind, the mind with the day and age that we live in and how people comprehend information because of how it's given out and so forth, people are easily manipulated easily manipulated and we just need to start looking into more people's minds a little bit more people's mental health is what it is so agreed that's what i want to agreed say. and that's a that's a good ending point right there you know is. make sure if if you're if you're having thoughts or you know you know somebody who has thoughts talk to them try to get them somebody to help or somebody who can help um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of free services that our United States does offer, but a lot of people don't take it. So, please take care of yourselves. That's all I ask. Um, you can always uh, you can always set one of us up. We'll always we'll always chat with you. Fuck yeah, we will. Then we'll probably fucking we'll probably phone you in on a podcast, and you're gonna be fucked because we're gonna ask you some crazy shit. Yeah, and then we're <laughs> gonna fucking roast you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like Philip said, that's a stopping point. Hey, y'all, check out the biscuit with Pete Friday five Mountain Time. This Friday, right now, here in uh, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, yes, two and a half hours. Check us out. Hopefully, we push this podcast out here in the next couple minutes but i'm gonna stay high and i'm gonna just say fat fishing follow it twitter and instagram and i'll let phil finish uh fuck underscore phil on instagram and uh twitter's actually changed it's phil exclamation point they made you change it <laughs> no i just did it just just uh, it threw me off the other day uh which was cool i just like i just like randomly changed it <laughs> But yeah, Phil, uh, Phil, um, exclamation point. Everyone, thanks for listening. Don't forget the biscuit on the 5radioxl.com today here at 5 o'clock. 
Um, Pete, you have anyone you want to shout out? Uh, I want to shout out uh, everybody. Hope they have a fun, safe weekend. Uh, love each other. Stay high, motherfuckers, and we'll see y'all next time. Cool. Peace. Peace.